What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the New York Minute. I'm Ellis Burton, and today we're talking Buckeye League Build an Arc series. I decided that I wanted to play in this event on Discord over the next six weeks. So I'm going to take the three boxes that I chose and we're going to build some fun decks as a way to dip my toes into the Build an Arc format and play some cards I don't normally get to play. Today we're going to talk about my week one, what I thought was going to be a winning strategy and the deck I played. So, let's talk about it. My three boxes are Defenders, Mystic Arts, and Cosmic Avengers. I knew that I wanted to play some form of controly tuck and pass style deck, and that lent me towards Dormammu and Luke Cage. I knew that they needed top end, and I knew that they needed tons of survivability. I naturally gravitated to Defenders because it has great defense in the form of Super Senses and Shock, and some decent top end like Ghost Rider and Punisher. So I wanted to play those cool cards, and I wanted to just have a little bit of fun with the format. Let's break down the deck and talk about our first round matchup against Patrick Lenahan and Venom. Uh, I ended up playing Luke Cage this week. Luke Cage at level one is a defender, four, three, five health. He has impervious skin, any turn combat, you pay a green. If Luke Cage is stunned during this combat, he doesn't get wounded. He's a hero for hire, level up five. During your build phase, you may pay any amount of resource points to give Luke Cage that much XP. It's kind of cool, right? You're actually paying him to do his job as a hero for hire. When he turns gold, Luke Cage is now a 6-6, five health. He still has impervious skin and he gains power man and during the build, you pay a yellow. Search your hand, deck, and KO pile for an Iron Fist supporting character and put him into one of your rows. Let's talk about this deck list. So, for week one, Buckeye League, I played three Hellcat, one Iron Fist, three Ancient One, three Moon Knight, four Punisher, two Mantle Thor, Jane Foster, four Valkyrie, two Cersei, four Ghost Rider, Two Hyperion, three Gilgamesh, and three Agamotto. Blue cards. We got some of the best in the format. We got four Super Senses and four Shocks. And the Lokes, the locations. Four Green, four Yellow, four Red, four Sanctum Sanctorum, and two Avengers Mansion. My three boxes, they tell a little story here. And if you were laughing at Moon Knight, don't. Because this guy, this guy is actually super pivotal in this box. A lot of people were scarred for life in 2016. You may not even remember, but it's happened to you so many times that Ghost Rider would come and just deal a wound and then the next turn deal a wound, right? Moon Knight helps us achieve that goal of can I just abandon ship and get people with hell on wheels or the penance stare. Jane Foster is one of the highlight cards. I'm definitely moving into week two. We're probably going to play more of her and more Avengers Mansions. This is the real deal for sure. She, she's super great. Uh, you're, you're gaining life you don't deserve. You should just be dead, but she's like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay this yellow and bail you out. Super, super good. Uh, Ancient One. You notice I didn't put, I'm not on yellow spells. We can pay for them, but I'd rather just have a 7-7 seven, seven on 4 with 2 health. And the last card I want to talk about is Agamotto. Agamotto... I'm not going to lie, I don't like this guy in decks where you can't ramp. 
I don't ever want to spend 10 turns trying to play this guy. Looking forward, I'm definitely going to cut one or even two copies of this guy. You can't expect any of my mains that I have in my boxes to stand up for 10 turns just to play this guy. And he doesn't have wings or anything, so he's just going to get jumped over in flight. I do think you probably still have to play him. He's still a 2020. He's still an Avenger, so he has team attack options. He's still one of the biggest things you can cast in the game, but I'm not happy with this card without ramp in the deck. And that's the deck. Uh, I ended up playing Patrick Linehan. Salute. Let's get dangerous. Salute, Patrick. Uh, he was on Venom. He had Lethal Protector, Maximum Carnage, and A-Force. It, was, it wasn't even close. Uh, I, oh, I kept a hand with three greens, and he curved out, and his guys got super huge. At one point, Venom was a 22-22, and there was just nothing in my kit that was going to get me out of that. Uh, my game plan going into that matchup, because I knew that's what he wanted to play, was to just not die and try and land the Agamotto. But the symbiotes, if they go too wide, they can threaten 20 in the form of like Null and Dark Carnage team attack or something like that. And yeah, there was pretty much nothing I could do. It was GG's, but we got to move on. We got to improve the deck and move forward. Uh, going into week two, if I stay on Luke Cage, I'm super interested in cutting an Agamotto and getting another Jane Foster in here. The card is just too good not to play. If she's in your kit, you really should be doing yourself the favor. If I were to move to a different main, I'm definitely wanting to play Wanda. I'm surprised I'm not playing her now. That card's like one of the best cards I have in my 310. Yeah, so we're, we're probably going to get her in here. And also Zemo. Helmet Zemo is like one of the most slept on cards in the game probably. That guy being able to just take a peek at your opponent's hand and you know what's coming from turn one. If he disrupts their curve, if he stops them from playing a one or a two or like they can't curve out and kill you, then he paid you back as a one-drop, and I'm definitely interested in playing that guy. Uh, and then some other stuff. The spells, they may come in handy. I'm definitely looking to play Weaken. That is in one of my boxes. So some form of like defensive pump in the form of growth or Weaken will probably make lists. That means I have to be on some number of Enchantress or even Dr. Druid. And Dr. Druid's also an Avenger, so he can pay with Avengers Mansion, and that seems kind of key to hear. I think that's it here for the week one wrap-up of Buckeye League Build an Arc series. I'm definitely excited to keep playing. Again, it's a way for me to engage with the format in a non non-competitive way, and I'm just gonna take week by week and just play fun cards that I enjoy. I'm your host, Burton. It's been the New York Minute. Peace.